Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined, as per usual, by my good friends Richard Hello. and Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael do the thing where one says one thing, the other disagrees, and sometimes I get in there and I say, hey, I don't like you, but I like your face. Give me a kiss. Um, and this week is no different. As we do the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmore Podcast Season 3, Mount Rushmore's. This is a bottle episode, a wrap-up episode, a look back. We are putting the final wrapping paper and tying a bow on this last year of yes. shows. If and, uh, for Kwanzaa, we are putting some corn and some lighting some lights. Mm-hmm. Some and if you're, if you're um, of the Jewish um, religion, you have to listen to this podcast every day. Every day. For nine days. Yes. Straight. Straight, yep. And you're... And, and, you're, and download, uh, it ni- download it nine times each time. And you can listen to it on that your helps. iPhone, and the battery will not run out. It will not run out. <laughs> it's amazing. Is this the first time we've looked back? No, we've done it, I think, at least once yeah. before. Every year we've done it. Every year? Yeah. Because here's the, here's the truth is, we didn't want to do research this week. Mm-mm. We're at the end of the year. We're tired. Mike, Michael's got a new... Not a newborn, but a youngish kid that he's doing Christmas stuff for. Oh, he's 18 months old, and we're traveling soon. So we're just like... Our, all of our hairs are just falling out. Oh, every I, one of them. Oh, I've got bowl fever, college football <laughs> bowl fever, and I gotta wait a whole two days for the Boca Bowl between Northern Illinois and UAB. So you know, I'm I'm on edge. Browntown. That's come back. That's a sports. Come back. <laughs> That's a sports joke, guys. And Jeff. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Whatever I'm doing, I'm yard work. I'm doing yard work. Uh, so. Uh, I guess this is an opportunity for us to look back and pick out some favorite moments. Yeah. You know, we had this season in particular, we had a lot of great guests and our show tends to kind of almost have its own, it has its own uniqueness and they have their own quality. Some episodes are a bit more esoteric. Mm, Some are mm. a bit more head scratching. Some are very direct. And then some are uh, really kind of uh, made better by the guests that we've had on. So I know that my choices kind of feature kind of a little bit, from every plate, and I'm guessing Richards does too. And Jeff, I'm sure you have a bunch of oh crap. You well, you know, well, you know, you probably have thoughts. He doesn't yeah. have any thoughts. He has nothing. He's, he's emptied out by this oh time of year. Anyway, but the point the point is is I think that it gives us a good opportunity to kind of highlight some of the more fun episodes or the yeah. ones that were just came off better, or maybe the terrible. I mean, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I've made picks based on how bad they were. Yeah, in the past, so. And then maybe go back and listen to those episodes too. Yeah, mm. can Are, I start off with one? Yeah, I uh, as I I designated the topic. You can. Oh, technically, I guess that's that's accurate. Yeah, me. Yeah. Um. So the first thing I thought of was the uh, the, the the episode that had, had the most Jeff cast per minute. <laughs> Jeff cast. <laughs> and that was the Mount Rushmore of hacky stand up comedy topics. Oh yeah, with you and your buddy Murray. Yeah. And it's give it up for the troops. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That, that was on mine. That's on my list. Oh, too. we got a joint. I think pick, it's on right? everybody. I think it's on the troops list at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true that you've actually done some kind of USO or some performing for the military? Yeah, I, I've been uh, all over the country, and I've been to the Middle East into war zones doing shows. Yeah. So your actions speak louder than than your words. Yeah. That's <laughs> the slap on the back right there. Right right yeah. And I just that was an episode that just felt like. At least myself, I felt like I'm just going to stay out of this episode for the most part. Okay. And let you and Murray kind of just mm-hmm. go. Yeah. 
because it was great. I, I I just I didn't really know you that well when you were doing stand up. Yeah, like I knew you, but we were yeah. like like close. Right. So it was great to get to hear these stories of Jeff. You know, do you know his stand up days, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I hadn't never really heard. So there's a ton of Jeff Cast going on with that. Yeah. What you got, Michael? What's your first thought? Uh, my first choice. I just went down in order of when we released them. Um, Mount Rushmore of unusual album designs with oh. uh, Jim Hankey from Vinyl Emergency from the Vinyl Emergency podcast, and that was another one where uh, Richard and I teamed up uh, to take on Jim, and that was the first time on the episode I felt like we've had tons of guests before, but the, he, he felt like the most professional, like an expert, an expert. That's the great way to put it. Where it was like, oh, his depth of knowledge is w- yeah. way going to outstrip whatever we had. And I think this was also a topic that we had a lot of interest in just in general. But I think Pearl Jam always kind of wanted to be Fugazi as if, but if like Neil Young wrote Fugazi songs. Right. Is basically like how, like how they wanted to be. And even in like mid era Pearl Jam, you start to get like, you know, Eddie, when you, when it's a Eddie solo, you know, uh, when he wrote the song itself, like a song like Comatose or some of these other ones that aren't very well loved, you can tell like a major, major Fugazi minor threat influence there. But yet, like clearly, you know, for as early as that band was befriended by Neil Young, um, they wanted to be, you know, that that made them different from Nirvana alone. Right. Just you know, music tends to be one of the things that Richard and I both kind of lean heavily on and Jim as an ex like a literal expert in, in <laughs> vinyl, vinyl, vinyl right. and CDs and all the kind of packaging was like, Oh, this guy really knows his shit. And, uh, I just, I think it just came off in the episode and it was just super fun, uh, from the kind of, uh, gummy skull, mm-hmm. uh, candy, right. Uh, MP3 one to his choice for the, uh, the one that had the blood. Oh right, the Friday the thirteenth. I think it was. I yeah. mean, just just really great, uh, weird choices that like we hadn't considered. Yeah. It was just super. I think the Borglum bag on that one was the Beatles yesterday and today, the Butcher mm-hmm. Baby cover. Yeah, I was very happy to <laughs> to uh, reduce the uh, uh, level of of discussion and to bring up uh, some of the most lovable mop tops uh, with handfuls of dead dead babies that episode was interesting to me because i think i thought it was going to be a big challenge for us to try to do this how do we because this is a topic i think we'd been kicking around Mm -hmm. for a while and we always came back to this is a visual topic how are we going to handle a visual topic on an audio podcast yeah some somewhere on our list we have mount rushmore of band logos and that's another one it's like how do you, how do you talk about the it? W yeah. with the things coming off of it that kind of looks like Van Halen? <laughs> the N is backwards on the one. Is is that interesting for Nine Inch Nail? Like all of the different things you're like, how, it's hard to talk about a visual medium. Mm-hmm. You have to assume with that one that someone has seen yes. the logo before. Yeah. And I think Jim was very good at being able to explain. And I think a lot of his picks were ones where it wasn't necessarily something like just the visual on the on the album was interesting. Uh, there was something like with the actual, actual yeah, packaging the presentation, itself, unique the packaging. presentation, something about that, that made it. There's special. also a melancholy there with the loss of the pack physical packaging as a, as a leading marketing attribute for 
music, recorded music now, because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. all. It's all digital download these days. Yeah, it's all well, on. It's all get my thing on Spotify, which is like I. Yeah, I'd rather not. So I have a tie between uh, the Mount Rushmore if it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine, and the Mount Rushmore if we didn't start the fire. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of uh, good kind of back to back episodes like that, or back to back to back on one of my other picks, but that one, uh, you, I remember you were kind of like. Hmm, I don't know what we can get out of this. Yeah, because it was just here are things that are about that are mentioned in these songs or things about the song. And it kind of felt like we're really, this is really specific. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like too granular or? Like, yeah, it felt like either either too granular or too broad. I thought it was like. Could have gone either way. We Chris Farley were, hey, that was cool. Like, yeah, it could have been a lot yeah. of that happening. Yeah. But we pulled it together. Those are two of my favorite episodes that we did this year. He should, he should like, every decade, you know, they, we do the census. Sure, once every once a decade. Once a decade, Billy Joel should be brought yeah. out. Billy Joel, here's 500 different phrases. Just work them into yeah. something over the last decade, and we'll just we'll put out a new single. Yeah, you can buy some new cars. <laughs> you can perform it, kind of or whatever, or don't. It doesn't matter. Because do you think he actually remembers all the lyrics to this song now? No. Oh God, yeah. No. What if he also maybe updated? that's you know last last week we talked about Michael Stipe retiring maybe he just stopped remembering the lyrics to, to <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it so he couldn't perform it anymore yeah. and it's like they were, they were fun to do I think um, I don't know how you guys liked it listening but I liked it <laughs> uh, so much of the we didn't start the fire was driven by the uh, music video which I didn't really I wasn't sure how that was gonna play in the same sort of visual right. You know, because that's not necessarily the song, but, you know, when you talk about, when we at least talk about Mount Rushmore, it doesn't necessarily have to be as, you know, as direct as some other topics. Like a couple of weeks ago, a month ago now, we did the Mount Rushmore of cheese, and that wasn't just about a piece of cheese. It was kind of all over the place. And one thing that I do like about this show is that there can be some kind of six-dimensional thought that goes into a choice yeah and definitely on those episodes they kind of did that too where it wasn't just like oh these are things that happen in the song here are some things that the song kind of reminds me of or i wish that there was a new like uh for the uh it's the end of the world as we know it like i like that there was a uh, that Twitter often has like a new version of the song whenever the news is particularly crazy for a particular day. Oh, you know, just the kind of barf of people right. being indicted. And I love that that you can kind of do that for a song. I don't know. Right, that's fun. A new version, but yeah, those were those were fun episodes. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with how well those turned out. So if you guys get a chance, haven't listened to them yet, go back and check them out. They're pretty good. That's my recommendation. Pretty good. <laughs> I I felt we were a little bit prescient. I, I'm a fan of the 30 for 30 uh, ESPN um, docs and their podcast, the 30 for 30 podcast. And they did a um, uh, an episode about the most famous upsets. And there were a lot of them that they were talking about, Miracle on Ice or I think Leeds or Leicester. Or I don't know who Leicester was. City. Leicester yeah. City. But then um, – they said the uh, Douglas Tyson fight was was the biggest upset. Mm. Mm. They were discussing how you know Vegas odds were I think forty two to one, and yep, they could have been a thousand to one based on how people kind of felt about it. Forty two was like the first time they got a bet, I think. But I felt, hey, 
Richard did a better job of uh, outlining <laughs> this fight than what an upset. Did. What an upset. <laughs> Every once in a while, that happens too with like AV Club, right? Like a topic that we had just recorded kind of pops up, or it comes, it shows up a couple of weeks before, or there's some sort of you know, yeah, that's happened. Space a couple- time continuum crossing over, and we're yeah. like, wait a. St- that's happened a couple of times where in between us recording, because mm-hmm. pulling back the uh, curtain a little bit, there's a couple of week gap between when we record and then the editing and getting it out. So there's been a couple of times where like in that gap, either it's AV Club or some vulture or somebody else yeah. will put together some list that's basically our one of our episodes coming up. And then it feels like we just ripped it off. And yeah. it's like, no, we did it first. We just didn't get it out. Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny skimming through there, even just some of the artwork, It all of the work that we do happens in such a freeform kind of way. Um, we don't have a marketing team. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at him. Mm-hmm. and uh, We're wondering what he's been doing this entire time. <laughs> Crossword puzzles, mainly. <laughs> I was looking at the uh, uh, thumbnail for episode 134 in the post-apocalypse, and then the Mount Rushmore of uh, movies we'd show to it, another civilization to prove to them that we were cool. And Wally is in both of the thumbnails. And it made me think about how we are finding these different ways of observing our culture. And sometimes they are outside of our culture. So after our culture is gone Mm. in a post-apocalyptic environment, or after our culture has been invaded by (laughs) a dominant culture or something like that, it seems like we are trying to find a way to justify or even um, um, uh, brag about this crazy planet and these weirdos that are floating around on it and all the things that they've done that don't make any fucking sense at all. So what I'm saying is I love you. Oh, love you too. <laughs> okay. uh, my next choice, I feel all warm inside now, is the Mount Rushmore of... Look, (laughs) even as a nerd, I think, in brackets, fill in the blank is awful. And I think this was another one of those where it was like, this can go anywhere. I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if Richard or Jeff, you get what I'm going for. I know that in the past, um, Richard, you've pushed back against some topics when I initially suggest them. Sure. Like some of these are like a few years old at this point that I've just kind of kept on a spreadsheet and will fill in to use. And I think um, we started off last season with the one that Jeff, you just mentioned uh, movies I'd show to an alien culture to prove we're cool. And I remember we were going to do that in season one. And then eventually by this last year, which was like, Oh no. Okay. I, I know how we can do this. Oh yeah. I know what we can do. I, I know what I can do with this. Yeah. And I think that this sort of topic of, looking in at ourselves, mm-hmm. looking at our own fandom, knowing that we're three gigantic nerds about yeah. a bunch of different things that we can even say, look, this has gone too far. Yeah. They changed the rules where the, the snitch is worth 30 points because the magic game makes no sense. Oh. The game in, on, in the book and on screen is an awful game for someone who enjoys sports mm-hmm. to... Uh, wrap their head around. Yeah. The fact that they had to change it because they realized that in real life it wouldn't work either. Right. It's, it, yeah. It's yeah. either you're playing the game and you're pretending to be wizards or you're not. Yeah. And uh, 
I love Harry Potter. I've read all the books multiple times. I've gone dressed up as them for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I've gone to midnight launches. Whether it's Harry Potter and Quidditch in real life, or whether it's fantasy sports, right? Or um, can't remember what else was on there, but or Comic Con. Oh God, Comic Con. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Cosplay uh, being too good, I think. Uh, was right. I had an experience to f- to really feel that after going to comic. I did a stand up comedy thing at comic. Oh, at WonderCon or no, LA Comic Con. No, not and that one. Was it the Shrine? No, it was in at the, the convention center. At the LA Convention Center, mm-hmm. but it was. Um, I remember walking in and thinking, I want to turn on my heel and walk the <laughs> fuck out of this place. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. So if anyone's listening and wants to hire Jeff to do next year, <laughs> fuck off. Engage bat automatic turning around <laughs> heel device. <laughs> Click. Set atomic engines to getting the fuck out of here. I already paid $20 for parking. <laughs> Good Lord. The, the conceit, I think, of that premise was when we were younger you felt like you had to pretend at least to be open-minded when it came to some of these fandoms and things like that but now as an adult you have the wisdom you have the wisdom to know i'm not gonna fake it anymore i think one of the things too and i don't remember if we talked about it go back and listen if we talked about it is that your fandom used to be your fandom we weren't all connected by the internet as much as we are now our social life was within our bedroom and within walking distance yeah. to the comic book store and talking to the guy behind the counter and a couple of people that you know that are into comics or whatever your thing is. But now it's like you have no excuse not to be into a bunch of different things. Yeah. And you're not as special as you are. I think that was a big realization for me getting older was like, man, I was like the kid that was into star Wars at my school in high school. Oh yeah. And now it's like, Oh yes, I am every forty-year-old white guy. Mm-hmm. They are all into Star Wars in some degree, and always have been. Like it's mm. a, it's it's become so global, yeah. and so omnicultural that your small little fandom isn't very special. Like if someone yeah. says, "I'm into," I'm really into Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's the most popular show on television. Uh. Who? Everybody watches, like even Richard, who doesn't watch Game of Thrones, somehow has seen most of it. All right, I know, I know everything that's happening, and I've, I, I have never intentionally less. sat down to watch yeah. an episode. Do you think the weird thing now to be say, I read a daily newspaper? I feel like that would be people looking at what? I'm the yeah, I'm a huge fan of Jumble. Yeah, <laughs> the crossword the, the game, crossword the, game. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Yeah, that would be something. Yeah, I you, well, you need to develop the app that's J M B L dot I O. I think Tumblr is eliminating porn from their site, so maybe all maybe. that's going to go to Jumble. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would that work? Well, because they always have the photo, and then the, yeah. the thing is like the caption for it. And yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, are we at halftime? Yeah. I feel halftime-ish. Let's, let's take a halftime, and let's invite all of our listeners to go, to go back and we investigate the episodes that we've been discussing and please go, uh, while you're listening to those past episodes, leave a rating, leave a review. It helps other people find the podcast you've already found and it helps you eventually impact the earth and leave a mark on this planet i don't know if your career has done anything special or if you've had kids offspring or anything like that but this may be the only mark you leave impact the earth sounds awfully dire it sounds like right destroying yeah one or more different civilizations uh so you know uh, download rate and review uh on itunes on stitcher on iHeartRadio, right? And Spotify. And Spotify. 
We're everywhere. Yeah, if you can get a podcast, there's a reasonably good chance you can get ours. Yeah, uh, we'd appreciate it. And support other podcasts like this one. Hey, are you a jock that likes comics? Are you a nerd that likes comics? Do you feel left out sometimes? Well, then we've got the show for you. I'm Imran. And I'm Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we host the Jock and Nerd podcast at jockandnerd.com. If you're looking for fun, entertaining, laugh-out-loud geek chat over all the latest Marvel DC shows and news, visit jockandnerd.com. Full spoiler podcast, lots of swearing. Uh, You're such a jock. You're such a nerd. Oh, come on. Shut up, nerd. Okay. You know, during this halftime break, why don't we open the floor up oh. to see if we can decide on any changes that we need to make oh, for sure. next season? Mm-hmm. You know, we're we have a few weeks before we start to record our next batch, batch? of episodes yeah. for 2019. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Season four, crazy. You, you, and you, the audience could also go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, suggest changes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd love it. Uh, also, suggest topics. We when I build the schedule throughout the year, I leave a whole bunch of blank spots. Hoping that we'll track down guests, hoping that people will say, hey, you should talk about this and maybe we'll come on the show. So we're always looking for like fun, strange topics. Downloaded the most episode downloaded episode of 2018. Well, Joe Rogan podcast. Mark Maron, WTF. Oh. Uh, secondary oh. Seinfeld characters. So next year, secondary be on the Gilligan. lookout for the... No, no. Oh, yeah. It's all right. mad about you. <laughs> nice. We're staying within... Observational comic. The yeah. Must-see TV. Must-see TV. NBC, Thursday nights. When we get to Wings, that's when you know we've, yeah. we've uh, kind of tapped uh, out. I will make a confession that as judge, when I am judging, uh, which is all the time... <laughs> Not wearing any clothes. My gavel was poking out. I, I am fearful because I love you guys so much of, of over pointing one of you or the other one of you and i also am very compelled by your answers so sometimes i have a hard time say one episode richard did have three michael had one or one of you had four and the other had zero or i had all four the only way one of us is going to learn how to get better yeah. is if the I, other one I think gets one all four points have a big long losing streak right next coming year oh you did oh i think oh. i had one already this year i think i went through a stretch of like I don't know, mm-hmm. five or six episodes at least oh. where Michael got more points. Yeah, you wore it for a little bit. The final scoring for yeah. the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guests, 32 points. Our guests, oh my 32 God. points. Jeff Hopkins. Jeff Hopkins. I got 11. 11 wow. Points. I should have yeah, done, done you last and then guests because we're counting up. Uh, Richard Manfredi with 88 points. Yep. Michael Winfield. Whoa. 98. That was a trounce. It wasn't close. Wow. Yeah, I got my ass oh, okay. kicked is what happened. Oh, okay. But maybe those, maybe 11 of those points that were Jeff points could have been your points, and you would have won by one. Maybe we should have had less uh, guests and uh, more of my topics. Something to consider. I think we should have point of order. Knock, knock, knock. Okay. More Jeff. More Jeff Okay. being a contestant. Or if he doesn't want to do that because he's – Lazy. Because he's really good at his job as judge, by right. the way, because I won this season. <laughs> I'm judicious. Um, uh, more, more of okay. the Borglum bag yeah. that is opened yeah. and barfed upon us. 
It's yeah. like Christmas ever throughout the year. Ooh, it's coming out of the Borglum bag. Here's it's always exciting whenever Jeff says that. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah. We're it's like a special you know, out of this. where there's a wedding or something like that. And, and the doors open <laughs> and a woman with like a, a veil comes through. And she says, I have something to say. And right. everyone turns around. That's me. Oh, you know what? That's Jeff. I think a little bit of antagonism would help too. And I might do a little bit more of bullying and shoving around. I did. You said that oh, last I didn't year. Do it. Yeah. I distinctly remember that you said you're going to be. That we needed okay. to kind of mix I it up a little guys, bit more, and you're going to be a little I think more. I thought I said you guys should should uh, shout down each other's <laughs> answers or call BS on each other. Jeff was going to take off the kid gloves, oh, and then shit. he accidentally put on mittens. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we discuss uh, the occasional appearances by our founding oh, fathers? Okay. Sure. How do we feel do about we, those? I are they? Are they? I do too. Do they reveal my limited acting skills? <laughs> because they all seem to be. I'd I'd like to see like I'd like to see some of the forgotten oh, oh, yeah. presidents come through. I feel like what's we're Ma- not. What's McKinley doing? Right. What's Taft? What's, what's Taft? What's he eating? <laughs> eating. <laughs> He's stuck in a tub still. Right. Pastrami. There's some presidents okay. that we just haven't heard from. Yeah. You know, I. No offense. I love you, George Washington. One of the best. Top four. Do they Top have any presidents yeah. who presidents. existed after the no? So they could be any president because, of course, Washington was our first president. And he's on the monument, so they don't have to have existed past the chiseling. It could be any president. No, I. Any I would dead. say any oh, dead okay. president. I, I, I don't think you can yeah. conjure a living pres- president. Finally, yeah, the George H. Out. W. Yeah. Bush impression been that Jeff has up. been working on ever since. Okay. And so, yeah. you're talking about American presidents, not like the guy president of the Optimist Club of Orange County. No. Well, who knows? Hey, you're the professional comedian here. We'll leave it to your judgment. Point system, guys. It all sounds pretty good still? Yeah, I feel okay with it. We kind of went from a um, all or nothing in the first season and kind of evened out a little bit. Oh. Second season onward. Oh, we had somebody um, winning the whole game? Oh, yeah, I believe first season it was either you pick oh, I see. my four or okay. Michael's four. Yeah. But this seemed to have been a bit more unique. So, okay, writing some, writing some stuff down. Is there a double? Uh, do you think any point values could be increased? Like uh, round four is... is the, we'll have to check the internet charter, but... Maybe right. there's a code I mean, who knows what uh, <laughs> where, where uh, point values can increase as the rounds move forward. I can't believe we've moved into into double daily double double or nothing double, round. It's like double, start jokering okay. on the quiz yeah. pub quiz or something. Maybe maybe if Jeff has a written down mm-hmm. Borglum bag choice and we happen to choose that, maybe you get double oh, okay. points for that. I like week. that. That means Jeff has to have one okay. every week. Yeah. And like and either you can see this is which gives us more Borglum bags, which is what we want anyway. What if I tell you? Um, that's what seal it should be. Down. You yes. have to write it okay. down, seal it, put it in the middle of the thing, and then we open it at the end, and um, we find yeah. out if Miss Scarlet did Ouch. do it with a knife ow, in the uh, ow, ow, billiard table. <laughs> I like that Colonel Colonel Mustard is a <laughs> say Southern I gentleman too. Um, I my apologies to all of our listeners for us. I'm working things out on the air, which we clearly should have done either before yeah. or after handed dinner. Or a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Yeah. It also so, would have worked. 
What if this is but the top-rated like, episode? What if this is the nail Just three white guys Nailed just it. Good. Yeah. Working, out a lot, working out their white guy problems. <laughs> All right. I like, I like the doubling points if you get okay. Jeff's Borglum oh, bag okay. choice. Maybe I could hint. Because cause that, cause that, you know, that's what a big thing for what Jeff, What if there's too. a way to right. kind of like, no, breadcrumbs? No, no. It's got to be, be, organic. it's just got to yes. be organic. Just got to be like, we're copacetic. This will lead to us trying to figure out what Jeff's going to do. What if you guess what finger I'm holding under the table? That's not a finger, Jeff. I like it. Lord. Are we back from halftime? We're going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing ding, Richard. Yeah. You're up. Um, so my episode, my my episode, soy. Yeah. You were speaking Spanish, soy. My ep- <laughs> yo soy, yo soy, yo 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 soy, 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 yo Wild, yeah, fun shit show. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was saying it's yeah. the best of the worst. I think the party was great. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing all our friends. I loved seeing Jeff as host. That's always good times. I can't leave my own Jeff, party. Jeff host like I have is to stay there. <laughs> I tried exactly. <laughs> Every 15 minutes, he'd come back in with a different set of tacos and be like, "I got, I got oh shit, but I gotta, I gotta go. go. It's I got, I gotta go. I gotta I can't go. go. And then come back. Yeah, I got to leave, but, I, but then I had to I come back. Go. <laughs> So that was fun, and just seeing everybody and getting having everybody talking about the podcast and kind of just having people hanging around just in general was fun. Normally, podcast at a grill barbecue cookout thing with lots Mm -hmm. of our friends, lots of friends of the podcast, lots of their awesome, wonderful kids, and we're having a great time. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined as always by my good friends Richard, hello, and Michael, howdy, and we are privileged to have a few of our past guests here in our present 100th celebration. One of whom is Chapin Hazlett. How you doing, Chapin? I'm great. Chapin has done us a favor and decided to sit down and throw a quickie, quickie, quickie Rushmore uh, uh, lightning round suggestion at us and what is that daredevils whoa daredevils oh good wow this is fabulous so th- is this could this be this could be my my heart went out to uh my wife emily and feel we brought felix as well and this was right in the middle of his like no nap oh strike time and he wasn't feeling well he had kind of like this lingering head cold for a month uh-huh. and he came out and he was just like she told me later she's like it was so miserable. Uh, but she jumped on the show. She did. She got to submit some choices and stuff. But uh, my, you know, those things that you can't, you don't know what to do with a sick, with a sick mm-hmm. eight-month-old baby. You're like, I guess bring him out to a barbecue on a wow. Saturday with a podcast. It was just kind of, it was just chaos. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was. It was just people just randomly coming up and sort of yeah, co- commandeering the mic. Yeah. Hi, Patty. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, kids mm-hmm. running around, goofing up the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goofing around. It's nice to do like a live episode. It felt very, you know, raw and real. Wasn't Vivian on the mic for a while? Yeah, Vivian was on the mic, and and Nolan. Yeah, uh, Doug and Monica's mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Simon was on the ones and twos. Yeah, he was. <laughs> the weekly the world news steel. episode was one of my the most eye opening for me because. 
You you can you just chose one of mine. I did. Yeah. That's oh. Right. Okay. Wait. Does it. he get double points now? <laughs> Sweet. No, next year. Ah, uh, good. Uh, that's, uh, I didn't know that therein lies so much uh, artistry and satire, and I just thought it was a piece of garbage journalism that had been. My next one. Alien and Slammer after fist fight with Bill. <laughs> dot dot dot. Over Hillary. Oh. Here, Jeff. Uh, Richard, here's the picture. Yes. Uh, this one is wonderful <laughs> for a couple of reasons. One, it has a mug shot of the alien. Uh, two, Bill Clinton has a um, black, eye. black eye with a sad face. Three, Hillary looking shocked as ever. <laughs> uh, and then also there's Jay Leno on the cover for some reason. Well, because they were discovering. They were discussing it. That's right. Uh, um, so this is from ooh. a September 9th, 2003 issue. Um, and I believe that this is a pretty long cast. That one was Richard's choice topic, and it was a late addition to us recording this year. And that was the one that I was like, oh, I am so <laughs> excited for this because I didn't know that I, has, I had as much thought and interest in it right. until Richard said those words. And mm -hmm. it was like, this was 100% something that I would read from time to time and yeah. my experience with going to the supermarket and seeing that tabloid. And it was such, it was, you know, there were two types of tabloids. There was the Inquirer, which just kind of had like more conspiratorial nonsense. Celebrity gossip. Celebrity rag nonsense. Mm -hmm. And then it was, you know, parked right next to Bat Boys running for governor. Yeah. And you're just like, I like one of these two. Mm -hmm. And I like the one where, you know, Frankenstein's monster might be Dick Cheney or who knows. Yeah. I don't know. And it was just like the, yeah. this, I didn't realize how, much I enjoyed this thought until mm -hmm. Richard put mm -hmm. it out there, and it was I'm very grateful. That that magazine wow, is you. That is such a loose term. Isn't <laughs> so generous. Is an example that we that should have thing seen. That fish used yeah. to be wrapped <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> that yellow uh, uh, rag of journalism is an example that everybody should have seen. That there are at least two Americas going on. So when Trump is elected president and mm. the liberal masses throw their hands up in the air because Facebook told them that Hillary was going to be president. And they're so surprised. Come on. <laughs> You've seen this, this. Somebody's buying this magazine. Yeah. Some, there is another world out there um, that is. And it was just discovered in a telescope and it's exactly like yeah. ours, but opposite. <laughs> Bizarro world. Weird. All right. Well, that, I guess that one. Um, my last choice, and then Richard, you have one after. Mm -hmm. My last choice is episode 118, Old Electronics We Had. Oh, wow. And huh. I, I like, I love the episodes that are built on our experiences rather than something that you can just research. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Because I, I, you know, research is great, and the ones that you can look up to find the clever pick and, and, or find the most obvious choice or the, uh -huh. is good but the ones that are driven by our not shared experiences but our individual experiences um and to get a story told from each of us yeah i love those episodes. speaking of the sony sports walkman the yellow sony sports walkman oh, oh man. that's uh, amazing this was actually something that i recently found in my dad's garage oh my god and wow. he had moved at least five or six times since I'd owned it in the mid-90s. Wow. Uh, 
this is something that I've given to my one-year-old son, yeah. Felix, and he just loves pushing the buttons. He doesn't know what anything <laughs> that you do with it. He just loves opening the little catcher on the side that locks the tape in place. Yeah. He loves pushing the buttons. He doesn't know that there's a very priceless Terrence Trent de Arby single right. <laughs> in there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, mine was the uh, from that. I think my favorite of those was the mall one. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was also a very good one. I think we got a lot of good Jeff on that one. Mm. But it just felt like I got a good... Because we all had slightly different experiences based on where we grew up. Like yeah. you were like in a very mall cu- culture, Michael. Yeah. And Jeff, you were... I think you and I were more in a culture where the mall was literally the only thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting. I think that that one was interesting for me for those reasons. But yeah, I love... I love finding out more about you guys. Yeah. My first jobs were in... I think I had about four different jobs at the Ward Parkway Mall. Jeff Cast. <laughs> uh, the um, old electronics we had was right in the middle of, we had like this triptych of mm-hmm. like technology episodes. It was the Mount Rushmore of Kickstarter fiascos, old electronics we had, and then rounded out with technology headaches. And it was fun to have, we had a couple of them like that that were just like, these kind of groups of ideas that we all kind of, mm-hmm. I put together to kind of, I don't know if they should have been separated, but they all, they almost felt like they felt of like, a kind, like of a kind. Yeah. Um, there was another couple that we grouped together, like comfort foods, uh, and uh, episode one thirty six and one thirty seven. Uh, foods you'd eat at least a year past their expiration date, <laughs> and the grouping of of those things, I always. I always we, like to do. Yeah, we goofed up not having the fast food monstrosities as part of that one. Yeah, yeah, I think. We in retrospect, we could have done held off on that one for yeah. a little bit. I'll kind of revisit our schedule for next year and see if I can really ham fist <laughs> a few of these together. It's the most important thing is that it makes sense for us. Yeah, but no, the um, but uh, old technology we had it was just you know, I wonder how many people have the same experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. Like certainly, I'm never going to forget Richard's. The Wiz calculator. Yeah. What was it called? The Merlin? The Merlin. Merlin. The Merlin electronic game. Game that, yeah. that you could only play 21, but you could only do like 8. 13. 13. Yeah. yeah. Like that is such an amazing story. And I wonder how many people on the other end were listening, being like, I had that piece of shit electronic yeah. toy. I can't believe my cheap ass parents got me this <laughs> awful toy that can only count to 13 because of <laughs> shitty memory. Oh, at the time. No, you kidding me? 13 was amazing. <laughs> I would love to see you walk into a Las Vegas casino <laughs> with, with the, the Merlin. <laughs> Walking, hey, anywhere I can play some thirteen. <laughs> Please leave, sir. Please leave. Oh, we got the cameras focus on you. Right. We got a thirteen hustler. <laughs> Wait a second, we'll dust off the old table. They have this something from the early eighties. They dust it off. Wait, he's please using a Merlin. <laughs> he's cheating. <laughs> Uh, so show me the rule books where it says I can't use this thing. <laughs> so my last thing, by the way, is uh, is just I I want to I we had a lot of great guests on this year. I think the guests that kicked our ass the most, they just were so much came in so much more prepared than than we were. Uh, was the girls from the soup the stupid station podcast? Oh, Liz and Brenda, yeah, they they, they were they owned us a little bit. I we, mean, I think we were a little cheeky in our choices at times. Right. A little precious, and those were they were just like a lot more legit. It was much like with Jim, it was very much in their wheelhouse, but I think that even more so, they were like, Great, we're gonna come on in with these four, these are gonna be kick ass ones. Yeah, they're this is what we do. Yeah, and like 
they were ready to like to go. Mm-hmm. And Michael and I. It's Mount Rushmore of hauntings. Hauntings, yeah. exactly. And Michael and I were just sort of like, hey, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That sounds funny. Yeah. Yeah, we got um. We got we got worked on if that. We one. did not. Lo- let me look back and see if did we lose four zero. No, I think we got three to one. Mm. Well, we probably should have lost four zero. You know, what I think we could do is yeah, three to one. Play a montage of everybody we've mentioned on the podcast who died this year, like that they do at that the end is, of the year. Okay, well, there's two there's two lists that we have now. The first list uh, is the list of people that have been on the show that we'd like to thank: uh, Jim Hankey from Vinyl Emergency, um, Eric Anderson from Awards Watch, Patty Cullum who did the Mount Rushmore of cover songs better than the original. Uh, Bob DeRosa and Ben Rock from 30 Seconds to Live that did the Mount Rushmore of comedy horror films. That was a good episode. Uh, the lovely Miss Sarah Reeve, Richard's wife. Yep. Uh, Mount Rushmore of TV sitcom pregnancies. Uh, previously mentioned Murray, uh, Liz and Brenda. Rachel from We Are Weezer, who went off topic and did um, Annoying Things Kids Do. Yeah. And uh, finally, Alex uh, Gradet from the Wild Brunch podcast who did the Mount Rushmore breakfast scenes in movies. Yeah, it's always great to have guests. So on. thank you guys. Uh, the most guests we'd had, 9, 10, 11, 12, something like that this year. And always looking for more nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Whether uh, it's you or whether you want to recommend, hey, you guys should have some, such and such from this podcast mm-hmm. or from this yeah. blog or whatever. But uh, honestly, having guests on there um, really adds to our show much more than um, we can really kind of. Yeah. To say. Yeah. What, what was the uh, What was the other list, second list we were going to talk about? Oh, the people, people that who died. died. That is a very depressing thing. These are that people happens. who died. Who died? <laughs> um, <laughs> we have like a a Facebook group that we run for the show. That's just like our little private behind the scenes scheduling. What are we going to do? And um, man, so many people die every year, celebrities and whatnot that we happen to mention. Mm-hmm. So we always feel like. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did we do that? I don't know. It's don't like know. the reverse Midas touch, except with death. I don't think it helps us that our frame of reference is usually people 50 years or older. <laughs> Especially me and you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're talking about 70s variety yeah. show, like yeah. Staples. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. J.P. Morgan is going to die pretty soon. Yeah, it's inevitable. Oh, I did it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And for all the guests who have been on our show, we, we lost... No, thank God. No, I don't zero. Think, yeah, zero. There was the end of montage. Begin montage and montage. Right. No montage. So it sounds like that's it. I think we're. I we're think that's a up. good bow on 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 the year. It's been a really good year, guys. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm excited for next season. Yes. Yeah. Should uh, we give a Should we give a, a preview of what the first topic next season will be? Sure. Will uh, be. I don't know. My voice gets so high like that. That was weird. He's, <laughs> the change is happening. Um. Oh. Really, really leading off our. Uh, we're just, it's just so on point. Uh, Mount Rushmore failed civilizations <laughs> to lead off the first episode. Jeff's choice. Thank you. No, it's Richard. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, uh, me. Here's the, here's the first uh, four or five. Uh, Mount Rushmore failed civilizations. Mount Rushmore of the real Mount Rushmore, our 150th episode. My God. Basically, you have to... I know, 150. Basically, we have to uh, come up with four new faces... For Mount Rushmore. Oh. That can't be the same four that are currently on there. Okay. So we got to redo Mount Rushmore. Ariana Grande. No, no, no. They have to be presidents. Be presidents. Okay. What four presidents? Would Who you is the Ariana Grande of presidents? Well, which one had the... the did any of them have like the big ponytail coming out of the top Bill of their Cl- Bill Clinton. Had okay, then, right. then Clinton. Yeah. Um, Mount Rushmore Thieves. Oh. Not, not Thebes, by the Thieb. way. No. 
Theban yeah. uh, Mount Rushmore breaking the fourth wall. Oh, these are fun. Mount Rushmore of Lone Wolves. Mount Rushmore of concert albums. Wow. And Mount Rushmore of dot, 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 revenge. Oh, that's the best. Just to start it off. And then plenty of gaps in between. <laughs> that's when the other Mount Rushmore guys like poison our it gets water weird. supply. Or you know we're getting desperate when halfway through the year we're getting down to Mount Rushmore of legendary hair. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Excited to do that one. He-Man oh. and the Page Boy haircut. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be. You've already got your choices picked. I think I write things down as I think of. Okay. All right. Well, this has been a whole year of the Mount Rushmore podcast. I, throughout the year, as always, have been Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael.